Todd Dills again, your host for this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast for December 16th, 2022, where we're going to drop into a conversation with Jared Flynn, operating partner of the BulkLoads.com load board specializing bulk freight, which has grown quite considerably in recent years. When I first met Jared Flynn, the business was at the two guys in a basement stage, following Flynn's work trucking himself a little, then managing logistics for a big commodities outfit. He comes to the BulkLoads.com project with a passion to serve the small carrier and owner-operator, the 1-5 to five truck carrier that he notes in today's podcast is the board's primary customer. Flynn, too, is also the author of a brand new series of children's books, featuring the hauling exploits of one semi-Sam, a freight-hauling tractor personified in the manner of, say, the Thomas the Train series many of you will be familiar with. I'd like, I would read these books and the kids just loved them. Um, and like, I, I'm just an idea guy, but I kept telling my wife when they were little, I was like, man, some of these, like, I could come up with this. And more importantly, he asked himself just why he didn't seem to see much in the way of kids' literature about trucking. There's some out there, and I've written about the occasional kids' book about the business that pops up over the many years here with Overdrive. Generally, he's right. There's not much. In response to the three trucking adventures of Semi-Sam books out now, it's a testament to that. I didn't realize how much this would, um, um, how big of an impact this would have, but there, I've had so many people reach out and comment saying like, you know, there needs to be more books like this for kids to read. Yeah. Since I had last spoken with Jared Flynn in the early days of BulkLoads.com, he's certainly been in expansion mode there. We have kind of three entities now, um, and so we still bulk loads um, is still kind of the mothership. There's uh, 11 people with that. Um, smart freight funding, we spun that off in 2014, and that's a factoring arm um, yeah. that supports bulk loads. And then this past year, we also started an insurance agency, bulk insurance group, um, that we do all lines, but primarily commercial truck insurance for our yeah. owner operators. Um, so cargo um cargo and liability auto liability gotcha. um, and there's some other lines we do work comp but yeah all these guys that the bread and butter are bulk loads guys he's one to five truck operators getting them um, affordable truck insurance i mean how many loads are um you know, moving through the bulk loads platform now we just look at that i mean i can tell you right now today i think i mean we average around thirty thousand a day posted um, yeah yep so it's it's uh i mean it's hard to judge because we don't keep track of ones that actually get booked and moved i mean we're eight thousand plus subscribers so i mean there's some pretty good volume we've done some metrics just on the you know what we try to do i mean just to get generic numbers and you know we kind of track more in our industry since it's green a lot of people it's all based on tonnage you know so this year kind of based on the on the volume you know we're already about Twelve billion dollars in commodities that have moved in 2022 alone. Maybe, and what we do is we just take metrics on the volume plus kind of the, the average price of these commodities, corn, soybeans. So it's a pretty good number. Is it primarily like um, agricultural related stuff here, or are you, are you doing? Um, I'm trying to remember if we, if you got into, um, you know, stuff like um, I did a run with a guy. Uh, all PVC powder the other day, for instance, um, it's things like that, you know, chemicals and, and liquid yep. bulk too. Yeah. All, all that yep. stuff. All of that. So, you know, the bread and butter is going to be the, the grain and feed commodities. So 
raw yeah. corn, soybeans, wheat, milo, um, all your organic grains that get moved. Um, and then all the byproducts and feed ingredients. So soybean meal, corn gluten meal, I mean, all your meals, pet food products. Um, that's the bulk of it. But then just as equal, we do a lot of recyclables. So okay. all your scrap metals, aluminums, we deal with a lot of guys on like in dumps, pulling that stuff. But then all the bulk tanker stuff. So, so dry bulk, which would be like you just mentioned, but it could be like plastic pellets, resins, powders. Um, and then all your liquid ones, um, liquid, probably more on non-hazmat stuff. So different fertilizers, liquid fertilizers, we deal with some petroleums. Um, so yeah, it's right. Yeah. But I guess the, the heart of it is kind of more on the, the ag side. Yeah. I'd say that's probably 70%, 30% would be industrial yeah. and, and aggregates. So yeah, that's nothing too bad. We also deal a lot with uh, all your different coal, coke, aggregates, sand. There's a lot of guys that move that through our site. On the other side of a break for a quick word from Overdrive Radio's sponsor, Howes, we'll hear more from Flynn about BulkLoads.com, the Semi-Sam books, and much more. So keep tuned. Skip the fuss that comes along with 911 and grab Howes Diesel Lifeline. You don't have to waste time mixing it with additional diesel. Just pour it directly into your fuel filters. Save on those, too. Because with Lifeline, there's no need to change them. Without any harmful alcohol, Lifeline will de-ice frozen filters and reliquify gelled fuel fast. So don't bother wasting time and money waiting around for a tow. Switch to Lifeline and get yourself back on the road. For more information, visit Howes. That's H-O-W-E-S, HowesProducts.com. And if you'd like to try Lifeline, dial our podcast message line at 615-852-8530 and we'll send you a prize pack with a bottle of Lifeline and the Howe's Diesel Treat Preventive Fuel Treatment. Just leave us a message there with your name and address for shipping. That's 615-852-8530. Jared Flynn, I am the um, operating partner at bulkloads.com. We started in 2011, um, myself and a business partner, Matt Ferdeen. Um, I'm based here, the company's based here in Southwest Missouri, Ozark. Um, it's kind of our world headquarters. And, um, but uh, my business partner, Matt, he lives in California. Uh, my okay. primary roles are more on the sales, marketing and operations front. Um, and then Matt is more on our technical development side, um, all the back end operations. Right. And um, yeah, again, kind of like any, like every other business out there, started in a, in a basement uh, with the two of us. And again, have grown um, to, you know, 45 employees as of today between all the other business segments. Remind me, do you have like a bulk trucking experience? How did you get into this? Yep. So prior to bulk loads, I had worked for a grain company, Bartlett Grain in Kansas City. I started there in 2005 um, doing truck logistics. And um, it was interesting at that time, I was hired just to kind of manage the logistics for one commodity group, the wheat group. And I saw just that there was a need to, to really centralize all of our logistics within the company. And within six months kind of created um, my own 
division handling all the logistics um, for the company. Uh, but even prior to that, I can talk more on that. But prior to that, I actually I drove a truck right out of college. And okay. it wasn't an ag, but it was, um, I drove one hauling construction materials and it was just within the state of Missouri and kind of more central. But that's where I really got my feet wet, just learning trucking and logistics and just um, even dispatching. I had worked on the truck and then kind of moved inside where I was dispatching, lining up the loads. Um, but, right. you know, it's it, it, it sounds, I don't know, mundane, but man, there's just, until you do it, man, you realize there's so much to it. And man, a lot of guys out there can speak, especially, um, man, when you're, uh, when you're working in the office dispatching, um, nobody's your friend. I mean, you're, 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 you're always getting in trouble by the, 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 uh, the drivers are mad at you because of the loads and the, uh, the end user, they're mad at you. Not always, but like I said, it's a, it's a tough role to be in, but that's why I think I learned that like how to make that better. And I think that's kind of what we've even done with bulk loads, not to segue it into there, but like, how do we streamline these processes to make that relationship so much better between the shipper the broker and carrier and there's so many different scenarios that you can go through there um, but that's that's been my passion over the last really 18 years is just man there's got there's always got to be better ways to do this yeah, before bulkloads.com existed you didn't see this kind of uh this kind of freight um posted on on digital load boards like this right like it just didn't it just didn't happen very much did it no, you know, and, and, you know, there was the bigger load boards out there, but they, they really focused on the, the, the big general freight. So the van refrigerated freight, flatbed freight, yeah. where we just saw a need to really, you know, really encompass and the bulk freight. And there, there's truckers that do both. And, and we know, we understand that and they use those other services, but it's interesting. A lot of our guys, it's very niche that they're, they're really just handling um, bulk commodity freight. They're, they're pulling hopper bottoms or, or some kind of tankers and um a lot and a lot of it gravitates to our customer which is we deal with a lot of uh farmers grain elevators co-ops grain trading companies and a lot of those guys kind of stay right in that space are you guys technically a broker yourselves no we're not we're no we're okay. strictly third party so you know we're not a shipping company we're not a brokerage we're not a carrier right. our job is to enhance the relationship so okay. number one we're trying to help that owner operator that owner operator find that load you know whether it's full-time business or part-time work maybe he just needs a reload out of somewhere i hate to use the word backhaul that's a, that's a that's a negative <laughs> negative one in our in our vocabulary but really trying to help them um make you know find those loads um, to make a full round um, but at the same time you're helping that shipping company find that trucking company so you may have a shipper out there that they have excess loads or there's a new lane that they're trying to figure out um, trucks to run on um, and then the broker that can serve as both roles. That broker can yeah. be re representing the trucker or the shipper, depending on what side of the market that they're on. I can't remember. Did you get the notion of a reload and a backhaul in one of the semi Sam books or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, no, that's you a did great not. idea. That was my little attempt there to segue, I suppose. What the Trucking Adventures of Semi Sam children's book series does, though, seriously translate some of the particulars of trucking into a form that should spark curiosity in young minds. There's plenty embedded trucking shorthand either spelled out for just what it is or delivered with a wink to adults familiar with trucking culture. And, yeah, you'll uh, see, I don't know if you know, uh, Mr. D.O.T. is in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a way yeah. station. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what I was just telling somebody yesterday. I was like, yeah, there's some 
adult humor in there, but I say adult humor is fun. Adult, like not, yeah. not like adult, adult, like yeah, you know, yeah, children can't, yeah. but like, uh, yeah, there's some really interesting things in that. Yeah. And that's a, a lot of people. Um, and you have to be more probably in, in the logistics under to get the humor of that. But yeah, there's a lot of little underlying, yes. um, yeah, stories in there or remarks that, um, that, that only people in our industry can relate to. Back us up and tell us about these, um, what uh, the genesis of this project uh, was and and actually you know just get, first give me the layout of what you've done here is it just the two books at this point there's three that have been that three. are available okay. now on, on amazon and there's uh two in the process um as well it really started as um so i have i have three kiddos um my daughter's 13 now uh, 10-year-old son and eight-year-old son. Okay. And um, when they were little, just like most of the listeners out there, they, I mean, we, we read books to them. Um, my wife would typically pick some up from the library or we'd get some as a birthday present or whatever, um, right. or she'd order some. And again, you know, there's like, there's a lot of those, just those iconic or classic stories. You know, there's the Thomas, the train and little red truck and our little blue truck, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but like, there's these ones, good night moon. Like you, you, you just, these classic ones that we'd always read. And <laughs> there was two things I'd like, I would read these books and the kids just loved them. Um, and like, I, I'm just an idea guy, but I kept telling my wife when they were little, I was like, man, some of these, like I could come up with this. You know, like I like I could do this and and just a little background too. you know, one of my passions, too. I, I love art. Um, I I was big in art in high school. Um, visual one art. of uh, visual art. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Actually, drawing and painting. Yeah. Um, there was a teacher um, was a mentor of mine um, really poured into me in high school. Um, so I think that's why I developed a passion for that, but then even took art classes in college. Um, I was in, I was in the ag school, but just art has always been just something I'd love to do. Um, even a therapy today. Um, sure. so I, I, you know, my wife, even over the years, she bought me different art supplies and drawing pads, all that. But I started just drawing these sketches and I, I was like, well, man, what about if I could develop this character, um, of this, of this truck? And then I, you know, I kept thinking, I was like, do I make like, someone in the truck driving or do I make the truck an actual character itself? Yeah. You know, these are all the things that kind of went through the thought process. And I guess to simplify it, I was like, man, I'm going to actually make, you know, the truck character, um, you know, his own person. And, and, um, yeah. and then, yeah, I just kind of kept like, like we talked earlier, I kept thinking about like, what are these stories that you hear over the years in trucking that these guys face, you know, good or bad. And what do they do? Um, so I just kind of started thinking of those storylines and how do we put that together again? Another passion besides trucking is agriculture. So I wanted a, an ag tie yeah. to it. Now, a lot of these stories, there's some of these even new ones that don't have as much to do with agriculture, but just trucking in general. But I, I wanted that to be important as well um, yeah. to these to, to children to, to listen to. So, yeah, that was really the foundation. So I started putting the sketches together. I started, you know, kind of thinking of the idea, the storyline. Um, I started doing research just on like what makes a good story. You know, you got to have a hero. You got to have a guide. Um, you got to have people that work alongside there. There's got to be, um, some kind of obstacle that that person faces or challenge. And then how does he overcome that challenge? Like, yeah. it's the same. If you look at every story, there's, it's the same, it's the same scenario. Um, so yeah. I said, okay, how can I put that together? Um, so that's what 
kind of led to the characters that I chose. You'll see in the story again, you know, only logistics professionals would probably get it, but like, you know, semi Sam, he has a guide, which is Davey dispatcher, his dispatcher. He's the one that's helping him finding his loads for him, letting him know what's going on, being his guide to, to, you know, to help him out. Um, but that's where it kind of came up with. So like, I, I started making these sketches. I kind of started thinking of these storylines. Um, but again, I'm not like, I'm not a digital artist um, and I'm not an author. So like, I was like, how do I get this to, to, to the next level? Um, and that's where I kind of found like a ghostwriter to help me like really put together the actual script um, to make yeah. it more appealing. <laughs> Cause if it, if it was me, there'd be a lot of grammatical errors and probably inconsistencies. And then I found a digital um, artist to say, I, I, I sent them all the sketches saying, Hey, here's what I want you to do. And then they kind of put it all together. Um, so I was yeah. going to be very clear on that. Like I didn't actually write every sentence of the book. Um, yeah. I, I had someone help me along the way. I want to give and, credit where credit is due. On yeah. that. And these are not freehand. Um, these are not necessarily freehand uh, drawings and, and paintings. They are digitally created uh, images. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I had the initial yeah. ones and like, yeah, I had, you know, I probably created 30, 40 plus sketches. I still have actually, I was sharing some um, uh, with some friends. Actually, I got a, a notepad right here. I was sharing them. But um, no, I actually had somebody actually put the the color to it and yeah. the characters um, and all that. But yeah, that's where it really came. But here's the interesting thing. And like, like there's always got to be like, even telling you this, there's a story behind it all. But like, I started doing this four, four years ago, I think it was four, yeah, almost okay. five years ago. And just like everything else, dude, like, you know, people, you start doing this. I'm like, man, what am I doing this for? Like, who's going to care? Who's going to have interest in this? Like, am I doing this to please myself? Am I doing this, you know, to try and make money off of it? Um, right. You know, and are people going to make fun of me? I mean, I, I'm just being very <laughs> candid with you. Like, I'm not like, this isn't my goal in life wasn't to create a kid's book. But like the more and more I thought about it, it's like, man, if I don't do this, I'm going to have regrets. My, I'm going to, you know if who cares what people say if they think i'm silly or if they think it's stupid i mean that's for them to judge but i'm just gonna i'm gonna yep. push it out there and see um so you know it was really you know a couple of years ago i started looking at it again but then this last year um i found um person to really help me on the back end to say okay i you know let's look at where we can get you know this done like self-published how we can implement it and get it on amazon yeah. um and ashley's her name but she really helped me get it um to where, where we could really get it out there and, and market it. Um, so, but I, I, I say all that too, like, and again, I, I, don't, I don't want, like, I think too many of us, like we sit there and like, man, is this a bad idea? Can I do this? Do, I mean, uh, what are people going to think? And um, I don't know. It's just been, it's been rewarding to see like the positive aspects of it, cool. um, to yeah. see that people actually love it. And again, it wasn't like, it wasn't to make, I mean, I mean, if there's, I mean, if there's some financial rewards, so be it. Like I said, I mean, I haven't collected a dollar yet, but that's not the importance of it. It's like, it's really to get it out there and see right. how people resonate. Um, and that's been the cool thing. It's almost been, I don't want to call it a movement, but I didn't realize how much this would, um, um, how big of an impact this would have. But there, I've had so many people reach out and comment saying like, you know, there needs to be more books like this for kids to read, yeah. you know, talk, you know, and everybody knows a trucker and, and almost everybody has a family member that was a trucker at some time or a truck yeah. driver. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, there's a little bit of a lost. Um, I mean, there's these, these, there's these heroes out there that's kind of been lost and there's still a lot of drivers today, but like, when you talk to people, it's like, 
man, my dad was a trucker. My uncle was a trucker. My grandpa was a trucker, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but like, there's this, there's this feeling that people get when they read this and being like, man, these, like, these people need to be recognized more. And there's, you know, this isn't. For the whole trucking business is kind of like for for people that live their lives around their local communities, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind, you know, even for people that are in their own families, but this kind of, you know, things like this, I think just kind of put the reality of everything back in people's minds um and you know in this case uh, at a very young age um and then the agriculture part of it like really delivering you know yeah. the first series was delivering a tractor he's delivering a tree he's helping with grain harvest yeah. um you know the grain harvest was one that um man every year you hear these stories of um you know a farmer that um either dies in an accident or passes away has a heart attack and these other farmers step in and help him and it's just like it's always you get emotional reading a tear eyed and like yeah. why not do a book about that where actually semi sam like does the same thing there's a guy that's harvesting his you know, grain or helping yep. this trucker and dude he steps in so that was the that was the underlying premise of that book to have that kind of that back in tie so it, like it's just like you don't realize how much it touches people like they see you know it's not just a book i mean it's not just a book and a story like there's a lot more to it and right. it draws so much emotion i guess that was always the goal like it wasn't like hey i'm not just going to do this to put some pictures that kids are going to like think are cool and but like, yeah. man, there's a story that can be told over and over and over. The first two books Jared mentioned and what you just heard there. Semi-Sam helps with the harvest and, quite simply, Semi-Sam delivers a tractor. In which the very helpful aforementioned Officer Dot, spelled D-O-T of course, stops Sam and warns him of attempting to traverse a particular mountain pass. But the third book... Semi-Sam delivers a tree to the White House. Um, you know, it's just interesting as, you know, as we're doing this today, but like there was an article just this past week of a truck line, I think out of North or South Carolina that, that delivered the Capital tree Christmas to tree, the, yeah. the Capitol Christmas tree. So yeah. again, this one, Semi-Sam delivers it to the White House, not the Capitol, yeah. um, not to confuse. Um, but that was, that was the, the, um, that was the thought pattern with that. It's like, Hey, and every year the trucker gets selected to go to the, yeah. or a trucking company. So it's like, why not like put this in a story format for kids to see? And then, you know, as kids get older, like, Oh man, I remember, you know, yeah. it's um, a real thing. That. happens. <laughs> it's a, it's a real thing. So yeah, all these things are, are, are real deal, you know, and I, I don't want to yeah. give a spoiler alert. Like, do I have one where, uh, semi Sam goes to the truck show. Um, oh, you know, yeah, okay. um, and there's um, there's some hurdles that he faces um, along the way. Um, there's one um, semi Sam meets an electric truck, and uh, there's some <laughs> there's some issues with that. You know, a lot of people, you know, uh, the electric truck gets picked on. He's different. You know, he's not a diesel. So, but but mm-hmm. you see how cool? Like, there's so much you can do with this. And, some real life meaning um to our industry so i don't know hopefully i I didn't i don't want to give those away yet um (laughs) that's cool uh, though but those are coming next i guess right yeah those are in the pipeline and uh you know it's been funny as i've been sharing these people i've been getting uh people give me a lot more ideas i've been i've been jotting down too so um it's, it's been pretty cool still looking for a christmas gift for that young family in your life here's where you'll find flynn's semi sam series two spots um we initially had them on lulu.com um and um that sort of self-publishing platform right yeah self-publishing platform yep and then now and then now we got them on amazon but yeah the easiest way 
and dude, everybody has an Amazon account. But yeah, if you go to Amazon yep. and you can search my name, Jared Arklin, or just search Semi Sam Trucking, and you'll see all three books um, yep. that pop up there. Yep. Cool. So very easy to find. Yeah, I, cool. I also want to say this, Todd, too. And again, this is, um, and I mean this all sincerity, dude. If, if, if somebody's out there listening or, or can't afford that, um, and dude, it's more of getting this in the hands of people that want to that want to read it. I'm happy to drop a copy in the mail. So, I mean, if they want to reach out to me, um, it'd be I'd be honored to, to mail them a gift free of charge. Find Jared Flynn through his Facebook profile or that of the Bulk Loads business, or via the BulkLoads.com website. Speaking of which, I asked Flynn to speak to the current market for bulk freight movement, and particularly for the agricultural-related bulk freight that many of the owner-operators and other carriers utilizing the Bulk Loads board specialize in. The bulk trucking is always a little siloed compared to the rest of the truck market. Man, we've had a great year. I mean, I say great. We, as in the the industries, had a great year. Um, Commodity prices are relatively high, which creates more planting, more harvesting, more truck movement. You know, we've had issues with the uh, barge market waterways, which has put more pressure on trucking. So created a lot more demand. Um, You know this with the railroads. I don't need to go into details on that, but that's created more opportunities um, for trucks as well. Um, So, yeah, there's been a lot more demand um, in our industry. So really still demand staying pretty good compared to the rest. Um, We're starting to see, you know, a little bit of a migration and, you know, they, it can go both ways, but, you know, we're seeing a lot more entrance into, into the bulk space just because there's still a strong demand right. um, guys exiting in maybe on the, on the van flatbed side and, and getting into it. And we're forecasting still a strong 2023. Um, again, it's just, it's interesting. Uh, it's kind of a, you can look at it as, you know, typically not always, but you know, when, when, um, and there's uncertainty in the market or say inflation, you know, commodity prices go high. Well, that usually helps the bulk trucking because, you know, more demand and all that. So where yeah. the other markets, it's, it's a negative, but it could be, you know, in a way positive, but again, it has to correct itself. Otherwise it can be, it yeah. can be negative. So, we no, no, it's been, it's been a great, um, um, it's really been a great year for us. Really past couple of years have been strong. And I think we'll see a strong 2023. You know, I say this, you know, I don't want to flood the market or hurting, but like, I think there's, there's good opportunity right now. So right. man, if you're out there listening and man, it's slow or man, you're looking for some other opportunities, man, give us a call. You know, we're not trying to just sell you a membership, but we can show you what's available and kind of the, the money to be made. Um, mm-hmm. And again, our, you know, our industry, you know, depends on where, where you're located, but man, especially if you're in the Midwest here, I mean, that's, yeah. that's our bread and butter. And as Flynn detailed in part at the top, the growth in services that BulkLoads.com offers has been geared to delivering tools to the carriers who utilize the service, including now a TMS platform that is specific to the bulk niche. We wrote about a few relatively new such software platforms geared to help owner-operators and small fleets manage the back office and communications from the road, all the way down to accounting functionality in many cases. One of those was the car haul focused carrier TMS of ship.cars that regular listeners heard about several weeks ago via my talk with Slava Sobeci of Taurus Auto Group. Bulk Loads is doing something quite similar, as you'll hear. Um, but our job really, and I hopefully we talk more about this, is I mean, we've, we've, our, the evolution of our company has really changed in 12 years where okay. we're really not, not just a load board anymore, but we're handling every piece of that we call it the load cycle load life cycle you know from not just finding that truck um, but getting 
you know, the insurance to the to the appropriate parties, to getting the documentation to the trucker, to tracking the truck, um, to um, the delivery piece, to the to the bill ladings getting back, um, all the way to the payment piece, and then even okay. the data behind all that. So, like, if you think of every little aspect, we have now we are now touching every piece of that cycle. And that's through that uh, affiliated uh, you, you the. This is the the factoring comp- company that you launched and the insurance agency, but also it yep. just sounds like you you've probably built in some functionality into um, the bulk loads application uh, yep. to where you can do electronic proofs of delivery and things like that. Yep, we, we have a we call it bulk TMS, um, yeah, okay. so bulk transportation management solution, um, but that's another enhanced product that uh, our service that we offer that encompasses okay. more of those detailed management. So again, we do, we, we do have customers that just use the load posting aspect, but now we have a whole new evolution of customers that are using the full package. And you know, okay. this time it's, if you can go to one spot to, to service everything you need and make, you know, and have these systems talking to each other, it's just so much easier, so much more efficiently, and, and you can be so much more productive um, as a logistics professional. You've got this uh, very specific niche, freight niche that also has its um, its own set of expectations that are met in part by this niche-focused TMS that you guys are doing. What about it um, is specific to the bulk niche? It's interesting. A lot of these TMS companies, um, and there's a lot of them today, yeah. but again, they focus on the general freight. They're focusing on the van, reefer, flatbed. Um we built a system solely focused on bulk loads. I don't want to give away the secret sauce, but like, you know, most, most freight in bulk, it's, it's paid on tonnage, bushels. Um, it's not paid on flat rates. There are some fuel surcharges, but um, typically it's kind of built in. We've developed functionality that focuses strictly on that. Not, um, and there's many more than sides of pricing, but it's, it's easier for us because, I mean, I worked in this industry for years, but we built it out you know, specifically for guys that are dealing with bulk trucking is, is there accounting functionality within it too i guess yeah again full start to finish like we have an invoicing yeah. piece of it a tracking piece so yeah it's again we try to every piece of that you know professional whether it's a trucker broker shipper i mean we've we've tried to encompass that in there so they're not having to use and we, and we do have um, apis that do plug into quickbooks and some of these other ones but we also have the same functionality that we can give to that customer without having to use a quickbooks a big thanks to jared flynn for his time you can find him via the website of the bulk loads board that's bulkloads.com and you can find links to the amazon pages for his trucking adventures of semi sam children's book series in the show notes and in the post that houses this podcast for december 16th 2022 at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio in the podcast post, too, you can see a few of those early sketches of Semi-Sam that Flynn mentioned. Always nice to see a piece of work in progress, of course. Here's a big thanks to you for listening. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the acoustic guitar and other support of trucker songwriter and overdrive contributor Long Haul Paul Marhofer. The theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Marhofer, featuring the guitar work of Travis the Snake Man himself, Lemmick, Terry Two Socks Richardson on bass, keys by Tishomingo Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Mr. Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole. 
social media coordinator Holly Young, executive editor Alex Lockie, and intrepid video editors Boston Rudisel and Andrew Gwynn. See you next time.